Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It is 106 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer joined today by Cody Jansen. Second hour of Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. When the province gets back up and at them, so too will the River Cree Resort and Casino. Get back up and at them. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 7804960063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. In this hour, Kevin Weeks for the NHL Network for our friends at Canadian Power Pack and George LaRock. One of the topics today's show uh, I think Vancouver's in a world of hurt to try to make the playoffs. I would not rule the Calgary Flames out. Uh, Vancouver's played 37 games. I think they're in a tough spot. But Calgary, I, I could still see them getting back in the mix. That's where we're going to go next as uh, we hop on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Pleased to be joined by Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network for our friends at Canadian Powerback, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Hello, Kevin. How you doing? Stop. What's up, buddy? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Good, good. Look, you've got a personal connection to our province, which just makes you even that much more likable in our world. But uh, <laughs> thank you. But uh, <laughs> you, you tell me, as a guy who and, and you know, you co- for the NHL Network, you're covering all four divisions. We tend to be very Canadian centric on a show called Oilers Now and focus on what's happening here. But Calgary right now, according to sports club stats, is down to a 5% chance of making the playoffs after those back-to-back losses to Ottawa. The Oilers are at 98.4, which is third best in Canada. Montreal's at 96.4. So it's quite delineated according to sports club stats. In your opinion, is it too early to write the Flames off yet? Not really. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because in watching the Flames, and a good banter in our household here, uh, as I mentioned, myself being from Calgary and our family being spread all up throughout Alberta, really, though, St. Albert, Red Deer, and the rest of it. But we, we have some good banter. And I always say the Flames, every time there's a big game, the Flames come up small. Battle of Alberta, Oilers dominate them. It's not even close in this last while. And the bigger the game, national game, Saturday night game, whatever the case may be, the smaller they play. And last night was a great example, again, in watching them, you know, we're in the studio, Ryan Callahan and I, and, you know, the, the two of us have played in the league a long time. Callie was a captain for the New York Rangers, and we're watching the game. He's like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Where are the big horses? 
And I mean, aside from Matthew Kachuk nightly, uh, and obviously you get effort from Mark Giordano, and I like Mangiapane, I like Dubé, but the big guns for Calgary, when the games are hot, you don't really see them. They, they don't play anywhere near to their capability. And you contrast that to, to Connor and Dreisaitl and Darnell Nurse, the season he's having this year, just to name a few of the Oilers, it's not even in the same planet right now. So I think for Daryl, Daryl's doing everything he can, but Daryl's got to be scratching his head looking at this group and saying, what's going on? Like, these guys are supposed to be our big horses. And quite frankly, in certain games, they're just invisible. And they were invisible last night against Ottawa, losing two against the Sens back-to-back games. And now uh, if you look at their road record too, how are you going to get in the playoffs when you're 7-11-2 on the road? Yeah, well, they've only got eight more road games left. That's what they would say down there. I mean, it, it's interesting to me, uh, by the way, the Oilers 4-2 and two against Calgary this year. Uh, and five and two in their last seven games against the Flames, and they've scored seven or more goals in three of those seven games. So in three of the five wins, the Oilers have put up uh, seven twice and eight once. So Edmonton's Is that been- good? I can tell you right when you're the owner's broadcaster, it's good, Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's dominant. That's dominant with a capital D. I'm being facetious, but yeah, totally. 100%. Darnell Nurse, you mentioned him. I mean, there's so much focus, obviously, on McDavid and Drysaddle, and Connor has been out of the world this season. Has Darnell Nurse emerged as a legitimate Norris Trophy candidate, in your opinion? He has for me. I mean, if you're if you're really watching the league properly and you're objective, how somebody can't have Darnell Nurse as a Norris Trophy candidate is a head scratcher for me. Playing North at 25 minutes, time on ice per game, all situations. 10 goals in 30 in 34 games, 25 points. He's a plus 21, by the way, and he's tough. He's abrasive. He's hard to play against. I mean, this is the best version of Darnell. I really think Darnell's game has gone to a whole different level. I'm sure a lot of the Oilers fans there in Edmonton and around the world would agree with that. Just every time he's on the ice, it's it, for me, it's advantage Oilers because they know that they're going to get top-level defending. You're going to get a guy in the D zone also but he's not defending per se. He's going to be boxing out in front of the net, playing with jam, making it hard for the opposing forwards to make plays. And as I said, then you got the bonus of his offensive production. So to me right now, he's certainly in with Hedman and Charlie McAvoy and a couple of the other candidates, Drew Doughty, who's having a renaissance uh, season for him too. But Darnell Nurse is right there. I don't think you can talk about elite defensemen this season in the NHL. And of course, if Kale McCarr was healthy the whole year, he'd be there too. But Darnell Nurse has been money for me in Edmonton this year. Money. Darnell Nurse leads the NHL for defensemen. Most even strength goals. Most even strength points. This comparable at times upsets some of our old school listeners. I'm not going to take it to the nth degree. But what I will say is I, I, I see a bit of Larry Robinson's game in Darnell. And and fans need to remember, Larry didn't come into the league as elite offensive guy. And in fact, Darnell Nurse and Larry Robinson had the exact same numbers at 22 in the NHL. Six goals, 26 points, about 65 to 67 penalty minutes. Nurse was a big plus on a battle with team that year in 17-18. Obviously, Robinson played on a better team. But Larry Robinson had that. I mean, he fought. He, he worked Dave Schultz. I believe totally. me. 
Dave Schultz needed it. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, like, but yeah. he was he was a guy. He was he was the equalizer a bit for the Canadians. Like he was a guy that could pretty much take on anybody. Darnell Nurse, though, I mean, come on, Kevin. He's been picking his spots this year. He's fought. Oh wait, Mal- <laughs> Mal- Milan Lucic and uh, and Adam Lowry, who's six foot five and two hundred and thirty pounds. So. It's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's pretty. It, I mean, it is pretty. I, you know, I love Larry Robinson. Loved him. Yeah. Okay. Same. Adam is and, assistant coach too. I love Big Bird. Great well, man too. But go ahead. And, and and how and I've heard stories about this. Uh, Todd McClellan had him as well. How well did he treat the guys, and how much feel did he have for the game oh. when you had him as a coach? Oh, uh, you know what? I mean, if I'm Darnell right now, the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up because Larry's one of the greats. But you're right. The numbers are the numbers. And if those comps are there, the way you outlined them, then they're there. They're indisputable. Uh, Larry's one of the greats, no question. And I got to tell you, playing in Jersey my last two years here in my career for the great Lou Lamorello, who's now the architect of the Islanders, but you know he was the architect of the Devils. And, and Larry won a Stanley Cup with the Devils as head coach and, you know, was there as an assistant. We had him as an assistant along with Brent Sutter as our head coach. And I got to tell you, Larry Robinson, you want to talk about feel? You walk around, you think of all the Stanley Cups he's played in, you think of the Canada Cups, you think of the Hall of Fame, you think one of the greats to play the game. And every single person he'd encounter, from every trainer, every equipment manager, medical staff, arena staff, Zamboni driver, always greet them with a smile, always upbeat every day, always positive, always optimistic. And put his arm around you. Hey, man, on the two-on-one, here's something I want you to look for. When you're just talking about Darnell, ironically. Hey, be aware of this on the two-on-one stick positioning. Here's one thing you can do to influence the puck carry on a two-on-one when you're the defenseman. All these little things, sticks in the lanes. This is what we did in Montreal. Here's what I learned from so-and-so. This can help your game. And here's the thing, too, for a lot of the listeners, because I know, you know, back there in Alberta, it's been a tough year as far as, you know, the real restrictive lockdowns. I hope it doesn't go to stage three for you guys there now. But point is, I know a lot of minor hockey has been disrupted and some of the junior, at least the WHL, is back up and running. My point is for a lot of people, Larry Robinson, we'd pull up to the Prudential Center at say, I don't know, say two in the morning. Say we just got back from Tampa or just down the road in Philly. Larry Robinson would be underneath the bus pulling bags with the trainers. The Larry Robinson pulling out bags, taking bags out, and sticks helping the trainers. So that's all you really need to know. And two years ago when they were in the Stanley Cup final when he was with St. Louis, I remember talking to him in the hallway and we were just catching up and stuff. And he's like, Weeksy, you know what? You know what I like about our group here? Is nobody in the world thinks we have a chance, and everybody in our room does. Stay tuned. Next thing you know, they won the Cup. Game seven on the road. So I've got nothing but admiration and respect for Larry. And, and I think those are some things that – a lot of listeners can take away. No job is too small for him, no matter how great he was as a player and as a coach. No job's too small, and no person uh, is too is beneath him. He's top class in every way. Well, I, I recall having a conversation with him in Tampa about Darnell Nurse, and he was a big fan of Darnell's, and he would love guys. We've had this conversation before about work ethic. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Larry Robinson was the guy who suggested to Craig Berube to split up Jay Bomeister and Alex Petrangelo. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And play Jay with Colton Pareko in the shutdown right. pairing in St. Louis. And they were a big part of the success of the Blues. Uh, but, you know, I remember having a conversation with you in Colorado about the Oilers goaltenders circa about mm-hmm. 2012, 2013, maybe it was 11-12. Yeah, 11-12, yeah. You said, stop. How hard do these guys work? Because that's going to define where they go as players. And I knew how hard. I knew how hard a couple of those guys worked, and that's why I wouldn't bet against Nurse. And uh, you know, and and same with Drysaddle in terms of his improvement. It's been the relentless. Like Connor's at such a high level, but those other guys, it's almost like they draft off that work ethic and and match it themselves. And that's why Kevin, I don't think you can put limitations on players sometimes if they're going to put the time in. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely, and that that can become infectious when you have the right group and you have the right people. You know, if if you look at Connor's work ethic, and a lot of people don't realize that Darnell, you know, he's he's a part of that BioSteel camp in Toronto in the off season. He's worked out with him, trains with him, has the the little mini camp with him. He's he's right there. And then Leon, German engineering, German work ethic, German attention to detail. He's not there to be to be some sideshow and to be there watching the show eating popcorn at a Cineplex Odeon Theater in St. Albert. He's like, no, I want to be great too. I want to contribute too. I want to become a great player, which he's worked to become. And then now that starts to spread. So it's not only people just watching Connor and being in awe of what he's doing, but they're saying, how can I do this on my station? How can I become better? What can I do to improve? How can I elevate my game and elevate my, elevate my contribution to the team? Quite frankly, Stoff, you know, you, you've been in Edmonton knowing when they've had success. And I look at that team that went to the cup final against Carolina. That was a big part of that team. You and I have talked about it before. Yep. You know, that yep. was a big part of that team, just as it was with our Carolina team prior to you guys in 02 that got to the Stanley Cup final. You know, it wasn't just one or two of us in there that were clanging weights around. Rod Brindamore, Ron Francis, Sandy Kapanen, Brett Hedekin, I can go on and on, Glenn Wesley. Sean Hill, like everybody in our group, you were an anomaly if you weren't doing those things. So I think that's what they're building in Edmonton now. And quite frankly, that's reflective of how well they've played, and that's been a big part in the progression of the Oilers so far. Uh, can you write off a goaltender once he reaches a certain uh, age? Because right now, Mike Smith, and we know he's changed some things te- technically. And, and, I, and yeah. I'm sure, Kevin, on October the 10th, the Oilers signed Tyson Berry, and fans were pretty excited. I don't th- think yeah. they thought. I don't think they thought he'd be the highest scoring unrestricted free agent. Uh, you know, 30, <laughs> exactly. 30 games into the season, but he is. So it's worked out. But an hour after signing Tyson, they signed Mike Smith, and Oilers Twitter went nuts, and people mm. were just losing it. And yeah. lo, lo and behold, uh, Mike Smith decided to throw a bit of, cur- of a curveball here so far this season. W- are you seeing anything in how he's playing? Are you surprised at what he's been able to do? And and I'm serious about this. Does his performance, if it holds up, does it merit another contract? I mean, it certainly merits consideration, for sure. I mean, he's been steady. He's been, at times, spectacular. Smitty's played really well. 
overall. And for a couple blips, there are a couple goals that any goalie would want back at any time. But all things being equal, at his age, to be performing the way in which he is to this point in the season, he's been excellent. At 39 years old, 39 years young, you always know he's a specimen. He's in, again, we talked about outstanding shape. That kind of runs through the group, and, and, and Smitty's a guy that, that exemplifies that. But you look at the numbers. The numbers have been excellent, man. I mean, 9-2-2 save percentage, a 2-3-4. And it's not as though he's gotten spot duty. He's played 16 games. So, yep. And that's in spite of the injury. So, yeah, I would definitely say that it would merit consideration for sure for re-signing him. And as long as he's healthy and as long as he wants to keep kicking and doing all the things he's doing because he has been really good. As the season's gone on, and in fact, when I mentioned this, I think on our, our last interviews, when they're out on the East Coast and, and he got back in the net, I think it was Ottawa game, and he had a yep. shutout and he, he, he rediscovered his groove and he started to look good. Once again, he was confident. He was, hang, he was handling the puck, which is a huge asset for any team, but especially a, a transition team like the Oilers to get those exits out of the D zone with somebody that handles the puck as well as Smitty. Now that gets the puck in the playmaker's hands. Leon can get it more and more touches. Tyson Berry can get more touches. Darnell can get more touches. Of course, Connor and, uh, and Nugent Hopkins and those guys can get more touches to make plays. So uh, all things being equal, as the season's gone on, he's gotten better and better, which only bodes well for the oil. And as I mentioned, when you look at their road record so far this season, that's a big part of the success. He's been, he's been excellent at times, really steady every time, and, uh, and even stolen a couple wins here and there for them. So uh, that's been a big part of their success so far this season has been the play of him. Kevin, I've got a text from Epstein's mother on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Can you ask Kevin, what's going, sure. on, with, what's going on with Carter Hart in Philadelphia? Oh, my heart breaks for Carter Hart, honestly. I, I, I'm, we're just down the turnpike from them because we're just outside New York City here in Jersey. And uh, about an hour, about an hour just up the road from, from Philly. I'd, I'd love to go and take him out for a cheesesteak for lunch. <laughs> Honestly, my heart breaks for him and Brian Elliott. I've been going to bat for them all the time on the air on the NHL Network. I'll tell you what's, what's up with Carter Hart. First of all, Carter Hart, as you know, a native of Albertan, he's never struggled at any level of hockey, really. Really. He's never struggled. He's always been an ace. And you saw how he shredded up the dub. Two-time WHL goalie of the year. I mean, he's... He, this, he's so mature, he's so calm, he's technically skilled, good-looking kid, bright kid, respectful. All that to say, for whatever reason, some of his teammates forgot all of that and they just leave him to his own devices, him and Brian Elliott. No defense in front of him, team defense, I'm saying. There's a lot of defensive lapses, a lot, a lot of poor coverage, cheating on plays, and it's, it's sad because the Flyers have a good team and they can score. But unless they sort out their team defense in front of Carter Hart and, uh, and Brian Elliott, it's going to be tough for them, which it shouldn't be based on their personnel offensively. But from talking to two players on their team, they also miss Matt Niskanen. And no Matt Niskanen, who's won cups in Washington and Pittsburgh, steady defensive defenseman. I, I would put him kind of a, a Kevin Lowe type, if you will. And they don't have him in the lineup anymore, and it's changed things in the dynamic for their team. So poor Carter Hart now. All he has to do, all he can do is battle. Every game, that's all he can do is battle. You know, he can't look at his numbers. He's just got to continue battling through the adversity. But I'm bullish on him. I think he has a chance to be a superstar in this league. It's just that he's like a quarterback with no protection in front of him right now, unfortunately. 
Kevin, we've talked about Sebastian Kosa from the Edmonton Oil Kings. I know you're going to work. Mm-hmm. We're going to work. You're going to work the draft show. We'll have a conversation about him one day. The six foot six and a half, uh, unbelievable athleticism at that size. They have something with it. This guy, Carter Hart, was the best goaltender since Carey Price out of the WHL. I got news for you. Kosa is going to be pushing Hart for that uh, that claim. He's that good of a goaltender. You could be looking at a guy. Would not surprise me. I know Wallstadt from Sweden is supposed to be a top 12 to 15 overall pick. Would not surprise me if Kosa climbs into 10 through 20 in the NHL draft. Uh, he's that good of a goaltender at that size. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. And listen, the Oak Kings, you and I talked, you had mentioned to me, the yes. Oak Kings have done a great job of, and actually I'm seeing that he's from Fort Mac too. That's interesting. I didn't know he was born in Fort Mac, Kosa, but um, the, Oak, the Oak Kings have done a great job of, of developing goalies. And, you know, whether it be Brassois or, of course, Tristan Jari, who was an all-star last year. Jari played well last night again, too. Nice to see he's found his form in Pittsburgh with this being his first true season as a number one. But they've got a nice pipeline coming out of Edmonton with the Oil Kings. You know, there's some organizations in junior that literally can't produce one NHL goalie. So uh, the fact that they're developing this pipeline there with the Oil Kings, that's great to see, too. Randy Hanch drafted them all. He was Buffalo's Western Canadian scout until they purged all their scouts, as you know, last spring. So, uh, Costa, by the way. How's that going? How's that going for them? For Buffalo? Not too good. Yeah, they've lost 50. Hold on, stop. Let me jump in. Buffalo's lost 15 straight games. You feel for the players. And and Connor has more points. Prior to two games ago, Connor himself had more points in the entire Buffalo Sabres roster. So they might want to revisit. They might want to revisit not having scouts in uh, out west because it's been a breeding ground for players, as we know, for years. And unless you have your boots on the ground, and not only out west, but out west specifically, same thing in Switzerland, Germany, everywhere. Like, yeah, that's one thing I'll say about the oil. The oil of always going back to slats, to Glen Sather. They've always had their scouts everywhere. Their bird dogs have been everywhere, and it's been a big part of the success of the franchise. Awesome stuff, Kevin. Appreciate your time. We'll touch base next week. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Thanks to all the fans out there in Berta, too. Thanks for tuning in. That's Kevin Weeks. Kevin joins us every Thursday on Oilers Now by our friends from Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Don and his staff are thrilled to serve you again for dine-in and take-out options. For details, visit jvedmonton.ca. Hey, I'm going out to Wetaskiwin today. There's an old saying. In the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Rich Ford, a 10-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Why do they win it? Because they treat you fairly when you purchase a vehicle, and they offer fair prices on warranties, insurance coverages, and financing fees. They don't forget about you if there's a minor hiccup with your vehicle as well. They've got a great service department, so let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Rich Ford lend a hand. You can reach them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRich.com. By the way, Sebastian Cosa, these are his numbers this season uh, with the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's 6-0. He has a 1.17 goals against average and a 9.56 save percentage. Last year, his rookie year in the Western Hockey League, he went 21-6-3 with a 2.23 goals against and a 921 save percentage. 956, and he's six foot six and a half 
and he's athletic at that size. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And back with former NHL heavyweight champion, Edmonton sporting icon, Montreal-based media personality, George LaRock. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.